Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm in Riverside and I'm a certified financial planner, and we are fiduciaries. Now, one of the things that uh, we also do is uh, starting the first of the year, Jeremiah Lee came into our practice. He is um, an attorney, so he provides not only financial planning services within our firm, but also he provides legal services through Tricord Legal Services. And I've asked him to kind of talk about some things that are common and some issues that you may be facing and talk about that today on the radio in this segment. Jeremiah, thanks for coming to the radio and uh, introduce yourself to the listening audience. Well, thanks Randy for having me. Uh, as Randy said, my name is Jeremiah Lee. I'm an attorney here in California. I'm also working at Tricord Advisors with Randy. We help clients build a life they love. Uh, estate planning is something I do as a financial planner as well as an attorney. Um, it's often on a client's to-do list. Uh, but it's also difficult for them to get done, either the impetus to have those hard conversations about death or just the logistics of finding an attorney and going through that process. So today I want to tell you a, a fictional story about Jack and Jill, um, kind of their situation and what we did to kind of help them move forward with their estate planning. So Jack and Jill just got married. It's a second marriage for both of them. Uh, they both have assets from lives they had before they got married, and they each have two adult kids from the prior marriages. Uh, we were able to congratulate the lucky couple that they're now married. Uh, but they're walking into a, a bit of a quandary of estate planning. This used to be an odd situation, but in California, this is the norm. You know, second marriage, kids from a prior marriage, existing assets. So we asked them initially, what do you want to happen with your money? What do you want this to do? And then the husband, Jack, he says, well, I, I want the money to take care of my wife and then go to my kids. And Jill is on the same page. She says, well, I want, if I were to pass away, I want my money to take care of Jack and then go to my kids. Um, they said, that's, that's probably what will happen, right? If we just died. In California, there's a lot of default rules. If you die without a will, without a trust, you're going to fall into those default rules. So the one in their situation, you know, generally, is that the spouse would get a third of the, of the separate property and all of their community property. Community property is everything they generate from here going forward. So once they get married, their income from their job, uh, things like that, it's all going to be community property. The things they had before they got married, that's, that's their separate property. So if Jack were to pass away, Jill's going to get all the community property and then one third of the separate property. Two thirds of that separate property, the moment Jack dies, is going to go to his kids. When I tell them that, they, they realize that, that Jill is now going to be out some of the money she was expecting. So we talk about how to fix this. The first step is a will. Uh, with a will in California, you can change at the moment of your death what happens to your money. So we talk about you could write a will that says, All of my funds go to Jill. And that works at the moment of death. But just after that, there's no longer any control over those funds. Jill can use those money money to, for her life. She can transfer that money to someone else. Uh, Jack's kids have no say in, in where that money is going to go. So then we talk about how do you control money a little bit longer? 
Well, the answer there is, is a trust, a revocable living trust, a living trust, they're all kind of the same thing. Um, and what a trust allows you to do is to hold your assets and control how those assets are used even after your death. So if they put a, a trust in place, Jack can transfer the funds, his, his separate property and community property to the trust. And at his death, the trust will control the use of those funds. Uh, so the thing that we talked about most is called a Q-tip, a qualified terminal interest property. Uh, estate planning loves acronyms. If you ever meet with an estate planning attorney, you're going to get an earful of acronyms. Um, a a Q-tip is a fun one. Um, and and what, basically what this does is it allows at Jack's death for him to transfer all of his funds into the trust to be used for Jill's life, pay for her needs, pay for her, her expenses. But it doesn't allow her to reach in and grab the funds and pull them out and use them for buying a yacht, say, or giving gifts to uh, friends or giving gifts to her kids. Uh, it, it's only for her needs. And then at the end of her life, uh, those funds are now available for Jack's kids. So in essence, he's provided for his wife for the rest of her life, and then also guaranteed that at her death, the remaining funds then go to his kids and pass on. There's a few nice parts about that. One is, like I say, he's taking care of his wife, Jill, but also he can control when it goes to his kids that the timing of that, uh, if there's any strings attached, as well as make sure the funds actually make it to his kids. So we'll stop there for today. Uh, we expect I to do more in the future, kind of to walk through the, the nuts and bolts of estate planning um, to arm you with the tools you need to get this checked off your list. You know, I think, uh, Jeremiah, thank you for that information. But I, I really, really like your comments when we've talked with clients in the past describing probate. And you've described probate as what? Yeah, probate, I often describe it as uh, the DMV. If you like the DMV, you're going to like probate. Uh, they both have a lot of rules. Uh, they're there for reasons, but there's a lot of rules. Uh, they're public, and you're going to be waiting in line. Um, so the other benefit of a trust, for things what Randy's mentioning, is that use a trust and you get out of probate. Anything that's in the trust is going to transfer directly to the people you want it to. Uh, whereas if it's not in a trust, if you just use a will or you have nothing, uh, you're going to probate. And it takes a while. Um, it's public. And uh, th there's a lot of rules. So, I mean, the qualifications, I mean, I, um, I'm going to kind of toot his horn for him. Uh, Jeremiah went to um, Berkeley. He graduated from Haas, right? Haas School of Business and worked with Huron. Uh, it was a consulting firm uh, after graduation and then was um, got a full ride scholarship to Pepperdine, went to school there and then uh, applied for an internship here in Riverside at Best Best and Crager, one of the largest law firms in the area and worked there for seven years, learning primarily estate planning and business business practices, right? Mm -hmm. So um, uh, very well qualified. He joined our firm in January and already he's been able to integrate with our clients and help them with some of their estate planning issues, um, helping them through the process. And it's what we've heard again and again is how convenient it is to be able to deal with these legal issues and not have to go outside of our office to be able to take care of them here. Now, in full disclosure, um, he has created a company called Tricord Legal Services. So when you engage his services, you are paying him directly for the services that he would provide to you. It wouldn't be part of the investment side and such as that. But it really is nice to have all of that information and it saves an immense amount of time in gathering information with a new client because we already have with our existing client all the financial, typically all the relationships too that uh, has already been defined within building the plan. So it's really good. Jeremiah, again, thank you for coming and thank you for participating in this part of the program. 
Thanks for having me. Jeremiah Lee is responsible for this communication. This program does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. This has been a fictional story. All situations are different and results may vary. You are encouraged to seek professional legal advice for your specific situation. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. Have you heard the good news? Um, Jobs are coming back. I mean, if the governor would just lay off and allow us to go back to work again, I, you know, the COVID virus is, is, is just fluid. Everything's kind of moving around, but I want to tell you that there is reopening going on, not only here in California, but also nationwide. And um, the U.S. economic beat forecast for the month of June by adding 4.8 million jobs. What that is an indication of is that people want to go back to work. They don't want to stay on welfare. They don't want to stay on government dole, so to speak. They want to go back to work. And private employment has increased by 8 million since April. That's a big number, folks. 8 million since April meaning about 40% of employees who lost their jobs during the pandemic lockdown returned to work. That's a huge number. In fact, when that was first announced, I remember on television, I was watching CNBC and, and they were all just kind of you know, sputtering. They said they thought that was a misprint. So what's happening is, is that we have, we have a phenomenal surge. I can remember, remember where this economy came from. In January and February, our unemployment rate was below 4%. We had this historical economic boom that was going on, and all of a sudden we had the the air taken out of us because of this virus. But what's happening is is that it is the unemployment rates have declined in whites by 10.1%, black population 15.4%, Hispanics 14.5%, and teens, 23.2. Strikingly, the information, the black teen unemployment rate is at 10.9 percentage points lower than in June of 2016. This economy is starting to reopen. Now, again, in the midst of all of the issues going on in the, you know, not only the world, but also here in the United States, it's almost by state by state. And everybody's got an attitude or a view on what they should be doing regarding social distancing, whether what businesses should be opened up, what business should be closed. Again, remember, the infection rate is going up because there's more testing. I'm hearing that again and again from the medical professions. The death rate is climbing, but not nearly in proportionate. I mean, not like what we saw in New York at the beginning stages of this 
and there is antiviral treatment that is becoming much more effective. We have much more knowledge about this. But the other factors, the underlying factors, this this goes back a couple of years, in that companies are reopening, they're bringing their profits back, and they are creating additional business here in the United States. In fact, U.S. companies brought home, just so far in the first quarter of this year, brought $124 billion in foreign profits back in the United States. In the COVID virus, what it really emphasized is that companies that were dependent upon, let's say, China or other parts of the world to produce the goods and services they needed, particularly if they were vital to their operation, it made a lot of companies rethink what they were doing. But in the what the what the administration did is lower the corporate tax rate. That made it much more attractive for companies to bring that profit home and to reset. There's a lot more manufacturing going on in the United States. This isn't by accident, folks. It is purposeful. And it started prior. I mean, this was truly a conflict between one side versus another as to what was going on. Either we're going to stay in a globalization or we're going to nationalize. Now, there's a lot of political conflict over this. But at the end of the day, what's happening is the lower tax rate has allowed companies to look at the United States as a much more attractive place to do business and to have operations than in other parts of the world. And what is what this is doing is affecting the unemployment rate. So the wages of reopening right now, we're starting to see this, and nearly all industries added jobs with large rebounds, also in leisure and in hospitality. Now, recently through the additional close down in California, you know, Disneyland opens, Disney World opens and closes. You've got all these things going on across the world. The, the hospitality sector has been harmed and will be harmed for a long time to come. And unfortunately, this unemployment rate, you know, in the hospitality section, sector, it affects the lower part-time income earners. As I talked about in previous radio programs, these are the people that need to get a boost and get into the employment because they're our largest consumer base. Again, 70% of our economy is really based upon consumption. And if you take away the consumption ability from that lower income structure of our economy, you really do affect the overall economy in a negative way. So states reopenings and the Federal Reserve, the bond market interventions, they've all headed off bankruptcies of companies. Unfortunately, there's going to be a host of bankruptcies, particularly among smaller companies. In fact, Yelp right now reported that out of 139,000 businesses that were listed closed as of June 15th, down from 176,000, but about 41% of those business closures, they estimate to be permanent. That's really sad. Now, you know, gyms and fitness studios and retailers, 50% of restaurants, these closures will slow the economic recovery, but far more they've been shut down in states that have had strict lockdowns and some of those businesses will not survive. So it's really hard to get over the economic impact in relationship to the health crisis that we're going on and trying to balance that out. Businesses that are going out of businesses, large businesses that become, you know, they're the, they're the headline businesses, such as JCPenney and Hertz, 24-hour fitness, you know, they were already, already over leveraged before the pandemic. So their demise or their business adjustment 
it's all been a matter of how do you want to say is accelerated um, is accelerated their departure from our from our daily life. But at the end of the day, you know, this is going to wash out a lot of the weak businesses and hopefully the stronger businesses and the more entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurial spirit will come back into play as soon as we have normality, whatever that looks like going forward. But I wanted to bring a, a, a message of hope is that companies are bringing their money back to the United States. Manufacturing, production is coming back to the United States and is coming back in a strong way. Now, companies have to have inducement to create more jobs, to, to, to buy, to build, to, to construct, to do whatever they do. And a lot of that is going to come from the central government down. We'll see how that all unfolds. But at the point, point what I'm trying to get is that companies have a lot of money. They are ready to deploy that. And I think unemployment rate will continue to drop. And hopefully across most sectors, it will have a really, really strong rebound. Um, I'm very hopeful about the future. I'm very hopeful about coronavirus, the antiviral, the vaccines, some of the other treatments I've been reading about. I've talked to doctors. I've talked to other people in the medical professions. I'm hearing really, really positive things. A lot of what we hear on the news, a lot of what we read, it somewhat distorted. So read more, get better information, and make sure you get the facts. Because the facts really are encouraging, folks. It's encouraging to the point where I see at the end of this year, the start of next year, we can have a phenomenal rebound. We're moving into political season. It's going to get really hot and heavy as we get closer to November. At the end of the day, I want people to have a job. I want people to be productive. I don't want their economy to be devastated. And so, therefore, it's really, really important that whatever you do and how you vote is to build a better America. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. If you're listening to me, most likely you are older it's not necessarily the reason for you to listen to me. I hope to have younger people too. But again, Retirement Unlimited is a program that is designed for those people to give them information about as they get, as they step into retirement. Now, there's a book that came out. It's called The Way We Age Now. And it's the, basically, it's a book is named Elderhood. It's written by Louise Arnson. It's a large book. I mean, it's 450 pages. So it's kind of a doorstopper. But one of the things that I got out of reading this book is that she talks about stats, you know, the statistics. You know, we've got, you know, people right now that is, you know, it's common for people to be in their 80s. I have a lot of clients that are in their late 70s, 80s, and many that are in their 90s. I even have a client that, that's 100. So 
you know, this, you know, the whole aspect of geriatric medicine was not even something that they even talked about, you know, 20 years ago. Now it's very common. In fact, they need more geriatric physicians because of the age of population. You know, 13 million, um, 80% of those people that are older, you know, they're continuing to grow. In fact, it's one of the fastest growing populations, people 80, 80 years age, 80 years old and older. And half of all uh, adults are going to be over 65 here pretty soon. So again, um, the issues of an older population, and this is not unique to America, many countries around the world are struggling what to do with as the population ages. And of course, you always hit the emphasis of, you know, arthritis, you know, dementia, Alzheimer's, all the things that are, how do you say? It? I mean, it's 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 the it's the chronic problems that that people go through as they get older. But on the other side of this, in this particular all, uh, particularly in this, in this book that she refers to as elderhood, it's it's the conditions and the concepts of getting old in America or anywhere in the world. It is not just the the chronic health problems that you're getting. The bad news is, you know, it's it's there, and I think we can all put our focus on it, but there's a lot of really good news too. And the good news is, is that we're living longer. And as we live longer, medical uh, specialty, particularly in geriatrics, but also drugs, the more information that we have, it's going to be, it's going to not only extend our life, but it's going to improve our life. So people that I'm talking to right now in their 70s and 80s, they have a much more active lifestyle than their parents or grandparents did. And she goes on to talk about this, and it's, um, it's standard right now that in medical training right now that, that doctors don't really look at geriatric issues. It's going to become much more common. And, and I, think, I think really important here is that as we start to get into a, a larger, larger population and how we deal with these disabilities, Again, I'm very hopeful because I think a lot of the disabilities, a lot of the um, things that we have to compensate ourselves for, I think are going to be made up not only with medicine, but also with robotics. I've read a lot of things. I've talked about that on the radio program in the past. I feel very hopeful in the future that as we continue to age, not only will we have more cures, more treatments, better reaction to the aging process, but also the fact that the robotics and the technology side of it is going to provide a lot better um, lifestyle. You know, we talk about making changes within our homes and people are starting to go through that. Do I stay in my home? The house is too level. It's, you know, it's got stairs in it. You know, the, I always tell clients, I say, when your house goes from, from blessing to burden is probably the time that we need to really take a good long, you know, we need, we need to consider making changes within your home. Again, a lot of these things are going, to, are going to have an impact. They're going to be continually changing and improving. Most people want to stay in their home. They don't want to leave. So therefore, commerce businesses are trying to provide ways in which people can age in place. And, and she talks about this in her book. And if you'd like to have a copy of this, it's called Elderhood. I don't think you have to buy the book and read it. This is a great synopsis, a great review of this. But she gives a lot of really good information about what's going on today and what we can look forward to as we continue to age. 
Again, if you'd like to have a free reprint of this, give me a call at my office. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Or just simply go to my website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.